everyone. I am going to try to invite Jill here and request to be in your ad viewers. Let's see. Let's do Jill. Jill. And I am doing this right now. We'll, we'll get this. We will. It's been a, it's a weird week. I, I, I don't know about anybody else. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Ah, yeah. Your viewers, let's try this again. Jill Johnson Young. Let's see, add viewers. I'd like to add viewers. There we go, you can add them at any point. And no results found, what? Let's try, you're here. Let's try again. Jill, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. I know it. So, oh, there we go. Approve. Yes. Yes. Add. Hey, did this? Are you here, Jill? You're here, and you're, they're adding you. Adding and here we are in a way that. It's just amazing. Can you hear me okay? I can. That was just a lot of effort. It is. Let me put this over here. I'm going to sort of set you up a little bit differently. I apologize to all our viewers. Let's see if I can get back here just a little bit. That is, I wonder if that's better. I can't Let ever tell if my head is cut off. Or, you know. I'm looking right now on regular old Facebook on my computer to see if it'll give me a better view. Oh, that would be great. Oh, my goodness. You are cut off on, you need to come down some. There. Like that? Like that. A uh, little bit further down. A little bit down. Perfect. Like oh my gosh, I can only see. Is that okay? You're too close now. Too close? Back up a little. Is that good? Okay. Back up. That's all I got. Stay put. Okay. Stay put. All right. I'm, good. I'm staying put. Do you know what I see? I mean, you can barely hear me. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. You know? What I see on my screen here is I look like the guy from uh, it always just showed his nose above the fence. You never saw his his mouth. Yeah, if you have, if anybody watching has not done a Facebook split screen live, you can't tell when you're doing it right. where you land on the screen for viewers. Yeah. So we we are looking just fine, and uh, sometimes we don't have heads. No, sometimes we only have noses. One can never tell. I know. I I want to go. All right. 
so I was listening. It's been like brief central around here on so many levels. And um, uh, this morning, and not all griefs were about death either. Uh, this morning, uh, a really good friend of mine from my laughter group uh, called and I go, and it was early. And I said, um, how are you? I said, what's wrong? And she goes, her husband just died very unexpectedly. Yeah. And then, you know, what you do for friends and family is you call others. So that's that's what I did. And then you write up something and send flowers from from me and a friend that's from out in another country that we're all good friends. And I'm like, oh. um, and then, you know, when you have a project due and all of a sudden two out of three computers like crap out in your house yeah. and you're the person you need to get it done for a webinar that's a whole nother kind of grief where you know it's like a first world problem right and and then all of a sudden but it's your problem and you have things lined up and oh, and you better get it done. Uh, yeah, yeah. The webinar is the humor one, and it's the one on uh, dying. It, uh, I'm dying to tell you about humor, grace, and grief. And um, yeah, it's like how much information to put out there. Actually, in some ways, I'm just going to redo parts of it and. Um, pictures will speak a thousand words and then I can you know talk from that and I think that's that's what I'm gonna do um, that's what all the best experts say to do these days but I I need the words in front of me <laughs> well I might write myself a note with each slide but uh, I'm gonna leave off a lot more words and and that way I can people will be looking at it whatever but not just those kind of griefs i mean you know conflicting information really disrupts anyone's order of how things go today and i i feel a certain amount of grief that i don't have Look at I can live in chaos pretty easily. But this is even beyond me, and, and so I'm I'm feeling agreed again with our country because there's too much chaos, and I've lost sense of order. And you know I'm. I might be into heavy-duty woo-woo stuff, but I like my science. You know, I totally admit it. I might be a contradictory of terms. But, you know, I even, when I teach my classes, I even look up, what does science say about this? And it's not always kind, but at least there's some order. They don't have 
conflict, conflicting. It's like, who's telling the truth, mommy or daddy? You know what I mean? And that in itself causes a type of loss. I, at least I, I, how do you feel about that? It kind of feels like the, the way you know things are supposed to be has been yanked. And with as much as has gone on and with as much as is currently going on, just in terms of physical things happening to the country right now and the rest of the planet, it, we don't need to have that. We, right. we need the base with us. You know, and the people you're supposed to be able to turn to to trust. I mean, I still trust them, but I don't, they're being knocked around too. And that's hard too. It just kind of feels like, wh where do we go? Exactly. Where do we go from this? You know, there. I don't know if in your part of the uh, United States, but here there's a commercial, and um, where the doctor says, "I'm okay," like you know, or "I'm pretty good." That's what? What? <laughs> and so. It's almost like um, it's a loss of confidence and a loss of the way things are. I'm not saying things don't need to be shook up sometimes because I am that person that will do something absurd to change the energy. I, I will. And, um, and class clowns do that a lot. Class clowns also have a... Um, and so the teacher then feels lost because she doesn't have control. And some punk student, myself, uh, might take that control away from them because I really have no, um, uh, what's the word? Respect for an authority figure. I got to see what you're doing. <laughs> you know? have the respect i yeah you gotta earn my respect and yeah. people can lose my respect so or they don't really care is probably why i'm losing respect for them and so um but the losses and and the and we talked about this last week jill uh grief exhaustion yeah I mean, I, I'm thinking about the folks in the South right now. Oh. They, they are, they're nowhere near done digging out from last week's hurricane. Right. And even though the flooding, the, the uh, hurricane is gone, what most, if you don't live in the South or you don't know people, even though the hurricane's gone, the water's still there and it's still got to make its way down all of the rivers and tributaries. So the flooding is going to go on for the next week to 10 days. Yes. So those who might think that they're safe, they, they might not be. But further down, there are whole communities that no longer exist. Right. And and it, if you've ever been in a flood, um, it's bizarre because it, it's never like it's done. It's got to ruin everything in the house because there's plaster and plaster absorbs all the water. And so right. then there's the mold because it's the south. Um, right. And 
and the fires, a, a friend of mine in Montana, their front, their kitchen was uh, caught on fire and a neighbor happened to see it. And it just was, they, they were able to save the rest of the house, but it's not just, it's when you spray the chemicals to put out the fire and all the soot. I mean, that happens when I'm baking. Daryl comes home, opens up. You can tell I'm not the baker, but he'll come up and open up, you know, all the windows and say, oh, yeah, I smelt it in the garage. And I go, but I put a pan under the lasagna. So, <laughs> so while I'm making light of that, the soot, the smell from fires, and I worked in an office for an ex-employee set fire to the building one night and we didn't have um, fire alarms that were centralized to the station. So by the and it was a rural community. So by the time someone saw it, everything was toast. And you know, when you, when you have an office and you're doing therapy, you have stuff. You've got your toys and your books and your this and your and the fire was confined to one main area and then up to the attic, but the water just, there was literally nothing left. And the books that did survive and the pictures that did survive were just soaked in soot. Exactly. And so all these people, I mean, uh, some friends in Portland, they have good HVAC system in their house, but their pets can't go outside, couldn't go outside because the air quality was so bad. That's horrible. Right. No, we, we, it was so bad here for several days that right. I literally go outside. Our pets, we take them out for, you know, a run out, a run in. Their fur needs bath again because now they again smell like smoke when they come in. Yeah. And they've got a feel to like their fur has a different texture. Because yeah, of the yeah, smoke. yeah, it's just. But, and Oregon's got it way worse than we do. They have been decimated. Not that parts of Southern California and Northern California have it, but I the know. speed Oregon was taken over was just horrific. You know, and um, that's actually Oregon is my second home. My, I've been many of those places and. A couple of them I'll, I won't be able to visit some of the very, very small town. Because, yeah, and we've got Vicki on with us right now. Vicki's a funeral director and mortician. And I, you know, when I see her name, I'm thinking there are so many funeral directors up there facing so many people who've got oh. so many sudden deaths in their families. Yes. That, and those deaths are just terrible. And it's going to be hard for those funeral directors to make it somewhat right because we're still in COVID. Absolutely. So that's why I feel like this week, are you saying something? I'm sorry. Do their job. They can't, they are the people, I've watched Vicki greet people who are coming in to make arrangements and her, you know, the first instinct is, you know, oh, they do this. Right. Right. And they can't do that. No, no, none of us can. I mean, 
you know, the phone call today and my friend whose husband just died up in uh, Wisconsin. And I said, I'm, I have no words, you know, when it's that sudden. And I go, I love you and I'm hugging you from afar. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness. And uh, she said, I just need, I needed to talk, tell you, tell other people. And then she said, I need some sparkly from you. You know, like, I was wondering where humor was going to go. Yeah. I just need a little sparkly from you. So I sent flowers. You know, they don't grow sparkly. But I asked, I said, I have this amount of money. And, and I'm saying this because sometimes listening audience doesn't know they can do this. They can right. say, I need a rainbow of flowers, or I only need yellow, or I only need this. And so I'm sending her a rainbow of flowers from my Canadian friends and myself. And, nice. you know, that's, that's the sparkly part. And... People don't, it's an interesting thing, you know, and probably like you, I'm one of the first people that usually get called, right? Mm -hmm. um, and people don't know, I, I don't, I've done it a lot, so I know a general idea what to do, but generally I just make up stuff coming from it's all about them. What do they want? What do they need? And that's that ring theory again, that I talked about, you focus on them. That's comfort in, and they get to dump out. And so, right. um, and so I, I, I said, okay, what would she want? How would, how would this go? What are the order of the circle of friends? So she said, please contact, you know, my best were left mm -hmm. four buddies, and I and uh, another friend and I did that, and then uh, and then you put it on Facebook. I said, don't put this on quite yet. Let it go a little bit while they tell the family. Right. So it went out in an email, and then it'll probably go on Facebook later. You, yeah. you gotta in this day and age. Social media can disrupt that process. It can. It really can. And you know, here's the other uh, practical thing. You know, when you've been up all night, as she was, I mean, she was. She had just gotten home when she called me. So when you need some sleep and you can't contact, hi there. Hi, how are you? I'm bringing Walt because I got to get my boobie smashed. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's your What's your wife's name again? Stacy. Say again. Stacy. Stacy. Oh, that was Stacy. Good. <laughs> so. And this is Walter. He's our therapy dog. Oh, yeah. That's Walter, right? Right. He has no eyes. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, social media, it's a really, yeah. when my, when my second wife died, we were both hospice. We both worked for hospice and it was our hospice who was there. And of course, when someone dies, the 
team leader puts it out so that all the other people who do care, it goes out on the, the cell phone text messaging system so that everyone knows that particular patient on service has died. What that happened, what happened was several people who got it from the agency immediately hopped on Facebook. No, no. Immediately no. said, Oh, Jill, I'm so sorry. Casper was so special. We're all gonna miss her. And I hadn't had time to make right. several of those calls. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, nice. and and that was even before COVID. Mm -hmm. I'm like, seriously? So it's, you know, maybe we need a death etiquette class. I think you and I should teach a death etiquette. I think it needs to start with you show up for the services. You send a note. Yeah. You pull over for the funeral procession. Yeah. But what remember do you some and and, and you know don't go on social media to post anything till they post it no you know that's and that's even pre-covid yeah let it be yeah let them do yeah yeah little yeah. known fact is when someone here in california when someone dies the um, coroner's office has to be notified right away. Mm -hmm. And um, if you are registered, um, if the person who died has been registered as a donor, then that triggers an automatic phone call to the um, registry that make that accepts the donation. Right. And it's not for like organs if someone has died at home, but they're still looking for all kinds of other donations. So within an hour of that person dying, the primary person um, identified on the death certificate gets a phone call from an organ and tissue bank uh, and asking, you know, I'm so sorry so-and-so died, but I need to ask you these things right now. Um, do you want to maintain their wish, you know, to, to be a donor? They're wanting a donor, so they're all about the, what their wishes are. And then if you say yes, then they have to ask what you want to donate. Um, skin, muscle, tissue, bone, eyes, like they parcel out the body. And then if you say yes to any of it, then you have to go through the entire sexual history and health history of the person who died. And then they have to do full disclosure. So they tell you how they retrieve tissue. This is within an hour of someone dying because they need to be able to get to the mortuary and and grab the deceased to go to their facility and take care of things. But that's a long, ugly phone call. If you don't know it's coming, even if you do. <laughs> that is hard. Can you hear me okay? A a um, yeah, a phone call came in. I apologize. And then... I don't know how everything works here. Um, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, because just imagine they're visualizing, visualizing everything about their loved one. And you know what? I had someone who was a Deb. I had a person with a sense of humor. 
Okay, if you're gonna say yes, I'm gonna warn you now. You don't wanna hear what I'm gonna say. So what I want you to do is, I'm gonna tell you, put the phone out. Then I'm going to read the disclosure. Then I'm gonna yell your name. And then you're gonna bring the phone back up. And then we're gonna do that until we get done. And that's how we did it. Yeah. And it was it was a much better experience. But and we could laugh. We laughed a little bit as I was telling the history. We laughed through it. And I, that's where that humor being really important, even in the most initial stages of grief, is so important. You got to be able to laugh. Yeah, you'd think we would be able to just pull it together better after so many years of doing it, but. You know, squeaky wheels get the grease, and mm -hmm. I wish he, you know, even if the person who's the pri the primary person to call after the after the deceased donates, you would think, and sort of like you, you could say, "I'm going to hand the phone over to so and so." You can't exactly. I mean, that's, that's too hard. I've watched yeah. enough. I've watched enough things on on uh, television when someone donates, and then they have to talk to the family. I gotta tell you this cool thing. Speaking of which, um, for the first time in a long time in Champaign County, we have somebody else running for a, a coroner. Oh, and one of the things I just love, one, she worked for public health, but number two, she, until a family member received our organs, a donation, she never considered it. And now she's a big proponent of it. So, um, and she worked for public health, as I did, and to look at, to sort of give a little bit uh, different perspectives than what we've had, excited, plus it's a she and not a he, it's a person of color and not a white male that we've had forever. Right. And, um, you know, to be able to, uh, well, I'm going to get some yard signs. That's really cool. But I, I wrote her and said, I just so appreciate how you talked about this. How can I help? Well, you know, the floodgates of volunteering are there. Um, money and, and signs I can do. But the reason why I say that is... Uh, you know, maybe to talk with her a little bit about organ donation and what happens. And there's organ donation, which is what happens when someone is, you know, the tragic accident. And so they're at the hospital and they can yes. preserve the functioning of the body in order to, to get the organs. And that's one thing. And, and um, but then if someone has died at home, then there's tissue and skin and bone. And right. It, it's necessary, but I do want to caution folks, if they have a real need to have a casket burial, it is really a lot to undo that process, to make 
a really nice casket burial possible with an open right. casket. So if you've got people coming in from out of area and they need to come say goodbye, then that may not be something that they want to really consider. Um, I know it's, I think it's time to, oh, it's almost time to end, but I wanted to just uh, put this out to you. I know we're gonna be getting some new equipment. Mm -hmm. so, and so um, maybe we won't meet next Friday, which would be unusual, but maybe let's hold off of Friday and then we'll advertise again. I know we're getting um, the other Facebook page got deleted. Hopefully it yep. stays that way. Always go with the one with the palm trees, which we're the palm girls. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to see how things work out and hopefully to our viewers, we're going to uh, get a little more freshened up and practice and I think that's gonna be the best so that we can, especially as this uh, time of uh, the holiday season is rapidly approaching and you wanna talk grief? Oi, oi, right? oi, oi. And also to our viewers, whoever is uh, part of the Jewish persuasion, it is the Jewish New Year. And I want to wish a happy new year to those people. Um, I don't know when Ramadan is. That should be coming up too, right? Should be coming up soon. And okay. with new year comes also the the um, very high holiest days, which is Yom Kippur. Which oh, yeah. Yom Kippur is coming up. And um, that's in about 10 days. Right. Exactly so days. next week, actually. So we are going to not... We won't be on next week, but we'll put something out. And uh, yeah, just uh, this has been great this whole summer. So we're going to come back stronger and uh, yep. better visuals. And better. Uh, With a, we will. A uh, program. Yeah, yeah. All right, dear. Well, right. I will uh, write you after the broadcast, as I usually do. And I will talk to you soon. All Sign right, us out, okay? I will do my best. Wait, you're the one who's in charge today. No, oh, yes, I did. So I'm going to say finish. Bye-bye, yes. everyone. Bye.